Has your life ever taken an unexpected turn, either for good or for bad? Have you ever had your life mapped out, convinced you knew what was ahead, only to have God lead you in an unexpected direction? Have you ever felt like your life was a roller coaster, full of ups and downs and twists and turns? In today's episode of All God's Women, we look at Naomi, a woman who lived a roller coaster life. At one point, she even thought God had abandoned her and left her with nothing to look forward to. But God, in his infinite mercy, brought her a surprise plot twist at the end that was better than anything she could have expected. Hi, and welcome to All God's Women. I'm Sharon Wilharm, your host for the show, and I am excited to be taking you on a journey through the Bible, focusing our attention on All God's Women. We'll be talking about women you've heard all your life and women you've never heard of. Each has a story to tell, and I can't wait to share them. Together, we'll discover life lessons we can take away from each of these ancient women and apply them to our modern-day lives. Join us each week for the latest episode of All God's Women. In the beginning of the book of Ruth, we meet Naomi, an Israelite woman from Bethlehem, blessed with a husband and two sons, living the good life. Then famine hits their beloved land, and her husband, Elimelech, moves the family to the pagan land of Moab. Within a short period of time, her husband dies but at least she still has her sons. Then her sons each marry Moabite women. While she would have preferred they marry Hebrew women, she accepts the foreign wives, looking forward to the grandchildren who are sure to follow. But before long, both her sons die, leaving her in a foreign country with two foreign daughters-in-law and no grandchildren to pass along the family name. So learning that the famine in Bethlehem is over, Naomi determines to return to her motherland of Bethlehem. When she tells the daughters-in-law of her plans, something surprising happens. They announce that they are going with her. Why would Orpah and Ruth choose to leave their family and friends and the only life they had ever known to accompany the mother of their dead husbands to a foreign country that worshipped a foreign god? The name Naomi means pleasantness. It would appear that the young women were attracted to Naomi because of her pleasing personality. Perhaps they saw something in her that their Moabite family and friends were missing. Could it be that if they followed her, they could find out the secret to the peace she possessed? Forever watching out for others, Naomi discourages the women from going with her. Not because she wouldn't appreciate the company on the long journey, but because she has nothing to offer them. She doesn't want to disappoint them. Orpah takes her advice and returns home, but Ruth stands steadfast in her dedication to Naomi. For reasons we may never truly understand, Ruth makes a lifelong commitment to her mother-in-law. Her speech, found in Ruth 1, 16 and 17, is considered to be one of the most romantic dedications ever. It's often read at weddings and considered the ultimate example of love for many couples. But this kind of commitment between a woman and her mother-in-law? 
It shows us that neither Naomi nor Ruth are ordinary women. There's something special about each of them. I'm sure that Naomi expected to quietly slip into Bethlehem without notice. But as soon as they arrive, the townspeople start chattering. The Bible tells us that the whole city was excited. It shows us how very beloved Naomi was. Only she's not the same woman. She's aged. Whereas she left young and beautiful and full of life, now she's tired and weary looking. She tells everyone to call her Mara instead of Naomi because God has dealt bitterly with her. But it doesn't appear anyone listens to her because she's continued to be called Naomi throughout the rest of the book. I'm not sure what Naomi would have done had she returned on her own. As it was, since they arrived at the beginning of barley season, Ruth offered to go to the fields and glean grain to support the two of them. One thing led to another, and Ruth found a second chance at love with Naomi's kinsman redeemer, Boaz. They married and had a child. Naomi, who thought her best days were over, had a surprise plot twist that gave her a baby to treasure. And not just any baby, but a baby who was the father of Jesse, the grandfather of David, and in the direct lineage of Jesus. It's interesting what follows after the mention of the baby's birth. Rather than focusing on Ruth and Boaz, the Bible tells us what the women said to Naomi. Blessed is the Lord who has not left you without a Redeemer today. And may his name become famous in Israel. May he also be to you a restorer of life and a sustainer of your old age. For your daughter-in-law, who loves you and is better to you than seven sons, has given birth to him. It goes on to say, The neighbor women gave him a name, saying, A son has been born to Naomi. We all have unexpected twists and turns in our life, which can cause us to grow bitter like Naomi. But not knowing what's happening next can be a good thing. When we get discouraged thinking our best days are behind us, God can throw us an interesting treat. When famine hit the promised land, Elimelech picked up and moved his family to a pagan country. He tried to escape misery, but it didn't work out the way he expected. The family may have escaped famine, but they couldn't escape death. Like Elimelech, we may do everything in our power to avoid difficult times, but the Bible doesn't promise us a problem-free life. We're going to have trials. We need to face them by turning to God, not fleeing in fear. In these days and times, it's easy to get discouraged, to feel at times that God has forsaken us. We may feel the need to run and hide and hope that we can escape trials, but God doesn't work that way. He takes us through difficult times so that he can grow us and show us his true love and mercy. We can trust him to take care of us even when we're angry and bitter. He still loves us. And just as he took care of Naomi throughout her life, he'll take care of us as well. Misguided Christians often tell us 
that God won't give us more than we can handle. But that's not what the Bible teaches. He will give us far more than we can handle. But he'll be there, right by our side, showing us that we don't have to handle it alone. He's there to see us through on the other side and show us amazing mercies and miracles. Lord God, we come to you today thankful for your everlasting love and kindness. Thank you for never forsaking us, even when we may stray from your perfect will for our life. Thank you for second chances and for unexpected blessings later in life. Forgive us for those times when we get discouraged and even bitter. Provide us with individuals who will encourage us when we lose heart. Give us wisdom and direction in all that we do. In Christ's name, amen. That concludes today's episode of All God's Women. Tune in next week when we talk about Naomi's daughter-in-law, Ruth, a woman who knew who to follow. Exciting news! If you'd like to go more in-depth in your study of Naomi, head over to the podcast website at allgodswomen.com where I've added Bible study questions and thoughts to ponder to continue your Bible study. Then head over to the all-new Bible study Facebook group where you can gather together with other women to discuss and learn as we work our way together through the Bible, one woman at a time. Until next week, goodbye. If you enjoy listening to All God's Women podcast and radio show, you're going to love my brand new Women of Prayer Bible study. Get to know the character of God by studying the prayers of women in the Bible. Grab your copy today, available in paperback and Kindle.